And welcome back. I am Bill English, the publisher here at Bible and Business. I want to thank you for joining me today. It's so good to have you with me. Uh, you're catching me in the second of a 10-part series on building healthy partnerships. Today we're going to be looking at the characteristic that helps to build healthy partnerships that I call character. And of course those 10 characteristics you can see listed here on the screen, they're all C words, which kind of makes it interesting to say this in order, but it's Christianity, character, communication, compatibility, culture, commitment, compensation, conflict, competence, and chemistry. Before we get started, I'd like to ask you just to head over to BibleAndBusiness.com where I have articles. Uh, you can listen to some podcasts, download some tools, and participate in my surveys. I write uh, for Christian business owners and Christians who lead businesses, so my entire site, my entire ministry is really dedicated to those who lead in business and who are business owners. So let's take a look at character. First of all, definitions. Uh, character can be thought of as having desirable and valuable qualities such as dependability or reliability. And uh, oftentimes character is thought to be connected to good morals, where a person who has good characters lives out good morals and has high ethics as a pattern of living and really a, also as a, as a pattern in how they do uh, business. Uh, I get these definitions from a couple of different Bible verses. One is Romans 5, 3 through 5, where Paul says, We rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. You see there that when we suffer and we stand up under the suffering, we, we persevere under the suffering, then that produces character. So that's where I get this concept that character can be thought of as being uh, dependable or reliable, which is really a desirable quality when you stop to think about it, whether, whether we're talking about your uh, partners or whether we're talking about your employees or your vendors or your customers or your contractors. Uh, you really are looking for people uh, who have... Um, dependability and reliability. And I think from that comes a predictability about how they will behave in certain situations. And so uh, the other verse here is this, 1 Corinthians 15, 33, uh, where we are, set, we are told that bad company, this is Paul writing, bad company can corrupt good character. There, the notion of character really is about uh, morals and high ethics as a pattern of living. And so again, these two verses, uh, this verse here of Romans 5, 3 through 5, and 1 Corinthians 15, 33, is where I get these character definitions of dependability, reliability, high morals, high ethics, that kind of thing. A person who has bad character is going to be unreliable. They're not going to be dependable, and they're not going to be living out a good moral code or a high ethical standard. They're going to be living out something less than that. I want to say that when it comes to joining a partnership or taking on a new partner or forming a partnership, in any one of those three situations, uh, what you really need to remember is that learning about the other's character takes time. You cannot do this uh, in a rushed fashion, okay? 
And what you really want to do is get to a point where you've seen them operate under stress over a longer period of time. Because business is stressful and partnerships are stressful. And there are going to be things that come up uh, in the partnership that are going to be uncomfortable and they're going to be stressful. I don't care what partnership you have. I don't care who you have it with. Those things are going to come up. And so you need to have a way to learn about their character over time and what they're like under stress before you decide to become legally a partner with them. A good way to do this is just to work as an informal partnership without a legal document there uh, and work as two separate entities before you come together. Uh, that, that would be one way to do that. Uh, assessing the other's character cannot be rushed. You can't rush it and you cannot delegate it. Okay. So uh, while, while the development of character cannot be rushed and it cannot be delegated, the assessment of another's character cannot be rushed and cannot be delegated. And you do not want somebody who needs to develop their character after the emergency occurs. You don't want to get into business with somebody only to find out later that they really didn't have the character that you are after. And then your business has a real problem. It has an emergency. And now you're seeing them start to develop their character as a result. That's really not the time that you need them developing their character. You need them to come into the partnership with good character and with dependability and reliability and high moral standards and high ethical standards. You need them to come into the partnership with that because those things are really difficult to develop after the emergency occurs. And finally, um, we, need to, we need to recognize that character is formed through difficult trials and failure much more than it is formed by any successes or easy tests that we might pass. The reason I bring this up is because as you're assessing uh, getting into a partnership with one or more people, you want to look at their social and their business histories. Have they been through difficult trials? Have they made significant mistakes in business? That would lead you to believe that they've learned from those mistakes and that they probably won't make those kind of mistakes again. I remember reading about an owner whose one of his key employees uh, made a serious mistake in the manufacturing process. And uh, this was a company that was maybe 10 to 15 million in revenue a year, and it cost the owner over $300,000. And so the employee came in, sat down, explained what had happened, and then just offered his resignation and said, I'll be cleaning out my desk. I'll be gone by the end of the day. And then the owner said, no way. No way I'm letting you go now. You've just, I've just invested $300,000 in you. You now, you'll never make that mistake again. And, uh, and so I want you to stay because I have a bigger investment in you now. So look at, look at the histories, look at the trials, look at their failures, and don't view those as reasons to not go into business as much as reasons to assess whether their character is in the right place so that uh, you could have a good partnership with them moving forward. Now, this is right now this is Bill talking, not Bible. These are just some essential personality traits that over the years I've learned uh, really help make a healthy partnership. First of all, they, be, they behave well when they're under stress. They don't fly off the handle. They don't devolve into you know, bad language. They don't uh, become anxious or 
kind of what I would call a loose cannon. They, they maintain good behavior under stress. They are not all about the money. These are people who, when there's a dollar on the table, whether it's a dollar or a million dollars, they'll be as honest as the day is long. They're not all about the money. These people are dependable, they're faithful, they're persistent to see uh, to the end to get good results. Uh, they can be honest without being rude. Uh, they have appropriate professional and personal boundaries. And they have the ability to resolve conflict well and to build alliance as well. And those are two sides of the same coin. A lot of time when you resolve conflict well, you're also building an alliance well. But beyond the conflict piece, they have the ability to, to gain the trust of other people as part of building alliances. And so in business, business is so much... <laughs> about relationships. And people who have a hard time building relationships have a hard time uh, in business. And so you really want to assess, can they build the proper relationships uh, to really be successful in a partnership? Can they build alliances within the partnership uh, that are positive, that help move the partnership and the business forward? Uh, can, they, can they gain the trust of others outside the partnership, customers, partners, vendors, um, uh, you know, all those kinds of professional relationships, your trusted advisors, can they gain the trust of others outside as well? And then look at their lives. Are they growing and developing themselves? And do they have a transcendent purpose in life? Uh, these two are often connected. People who have a transcendent purpose in life are often growing and developing themselves throughout their lives. And those are the kind of people you want. You want partners who are oriented towards growth, not just the next deal, not the next transaction. While there is, obviously, from a sales and a funding perspective and a deal flow perspective, you're always looking at what's the next deal, what's the next transaction, how do we do on this transaction? I, I get that. But um, you want people who them, themselves personally, you know, are, are growing and developing themselves, uh, whether it's inside or outside of, of the partnership. Uh, for me, I, I lead companies, uh, but doing this Bible and business, writing the books that I write, that's, that's my transcendent purpose in life. And that's how I grow and keep developing myself. Now, I have a warning for you. And this is a serious warning. Take extra precautions to forming a partnership based on good friendships or good familial relations. Friends and family can be great friends and family, but they can also make abysmal, just terrible, abysmal business partners. And maintaining the dual relationships, we're partners but we're friends, we're partners but we're family, requires exceptional maturity and additional energy and cycles that never ends. Be careful about assuming that a good friend or a good family member will make a good partner. It's re this is really difficult to assess them objectively uh, before you get into a partnership. Uh, most of the conflict resolutions that I'm uh, called to consult on, I, one of the areas that I consult is in conflict. And one of the conflict, res almost every conflict resolution that I consult on is in a family business where the family members really got along well until they got into business together. And then, and then their family relations and their partnership 
never did well. They just didn't know how to be partners as well as family. So I just want you to take extra precautions to forming a partnership that's based on good family or good uh, friendship relationships. Let's review. Uh, you want to look for partners before you get into a partnership, as you're forming a partnership, if you're thinking about bringing on a new partner. You want to look for those who behave well under stress. You want people who are all, not all about the money. And I would say go back and uh, re-listen to the section on those essential personality traits. I think you need those things uh, to form uh, a good uh, assessment of their character and to know that, that they're going to be a real big help uh, to your partnership. And, and just one other thing, and I'm going to take a note out of my last video here. When you look at these things here on these essential personality traits, understand that um, if they're missing any one or two of these, it's going to be a difficult um, partnership. If they're missing, say, half of them, don't even try. Uh, it's it's just it's just not going to be worth it. Too many cycles, too much conflict. It won't be worth it. So I would say make sure that you're assessing yourself and your partner uh, on these essential personality traits. So next time we get together, our next episode, we're going to be looking at the third uh, trait that helps build healthy partnerships, and that's uh, everybody's ability to communicate and communicate well. So until then, I'm Bill English, the publisher here at Bible and Business. I want to thank you for joining me today. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to email me, bill at bibleandbusiness.com. I'd love to interact with you and hear from you. And uh, again, head over to bibleandbusiness.com if you'd like additional resources. So until next time, I hope you go out and make it a great day. Take care.